God, I love that intro. What is up, my butts and mashers? It's Nate's Legend here, of course. Uh, today, we are joined by Doodles. We got Scott here today. It's just the two of us for now. Uh, Jay is planning to join us. We'll see uh, We'll see if he can get on here just uh, when he gets a few moments. Um, but we'll, we'll bring him on as soon as he is, uh, as soon as he's available. But for now, Doodles, how you doing, man? What's, uh, what's new with you? How, how are you holding up? Oh, I'm great. Um, not much new. Uh, how about yourself? Oh man, it's been it's been insane. So this is uh, one of our recorded episodes here today. So uh, I mean, I don't want to necessarily say too much about what's new. Uh, we, we we're kind of in a bit of a limbo on this one, but uh, it's been good. We lots of video games, lots of uh, lots of time to play. Been able to sit down and play. It's been been nice. So oh yeah. Right, but uh, today, so today's gonna be a good one. Uh, just the two of us today, like I said. But uh, it's, it's, it's a big episode. We are talking, we're going to kind of dip our toes. We're not going to get too deep into uh, the entire lore because eventually we'll do a, a whole segment on it. But today we're going to be talking uh, Zelda, really. Um, we got Link in the mix here. But very specifically, we're talking Hyrule Warriors. Um, let's see, let me pull here a couple things for us. But Hyrule Warriors 2, uh, you just started playing this yourself, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, me and my wife have been playing it for solid. We've been binging it. Been binging it. All right. Well, okay. So let's talk. Uh, let's talk Hyrule Warriors again. Just jumping right into things today. We don't. Uh, we, we won't laggy, lollygag our way through. Uh, through it. So Hyrule Warriors two. It is uh, the second installment, Age of Calamity. Uh, it was developed by Omega Force and released for the Switch on November twentieth, two thousand twenty. So uh, a little bit of an older game. Uh, it does take place. So Age of Calamity takes place about a hundred years before the events of Breath of the Wild, um, and it is a direct sequel to Nintendo's uh, two thousand fourteen. Hyrule Warrior, it, it, um, you know, just direct sequel there. Now, I did not have an opportunity to play this game myself. Uh, I watched Hyrule Warrior, uh, some gameplay there with some people that uh, no longer, no longer around. But uh, I was able to watch it. What? Uh, tell me, tell me about this game. What sets this the the Hyrule Warriors game apart from a normal Zelda game or Link game, whatever else? Uh, what sets this apart, Doodles? Well, so this one, it really strays from your standard Zelda game where you're just playing as Link. Um, mm -hmm. You can actually play as some of his friends and mm -hmm. you you just have the opportunity to see what each character is mm -hmm. willing to do in combat, like what able to do. Okay. And it's it's a lot of fun. It's, it's pretty immersive. And uh, the more you get into the game, the more it surprises you with okay. who you get. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, you know what? Actually, uh, I suppose before we get too far here, um, we can we, we we totally skipped something. Uh, now, I asked you a question as always at the beginning uh, before we we started recording here. It's a very very loaded question today, guys. So we we are gonna we're gonna take some time to really really think about this one. But doodles, what is the best Legend of Zelda game and why? Go. I'm gonna go with Breath of the Wild is okay. my favorite because okay. why is that it's well it's the most beautiful game that i've seen mm -hmm. in a long time as mm -hmm. far as landscape and uh just the full world it's it's just it's impressive and in open world zelda you can't really mm -hmm. go wrong and true yeah, it's just true I, I would say the 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 combat is really really great and uh okay. The use of your uh, tools that you get with the Sheikah Slate is pretty cool. 
All right. So you Breath of the Wild, what we have Breath of the Wild 2 coming up here as well. Um, what uh, what are you what are you hoping to get out of Breath of the Wild 2? Uh, how do how do we play and make your favorite version of this game better? What what are you expecting? You just keep going off of the the series of events from Hyrule Warriors 2. Okay. You just keep building that story that they the way that they have progressed mm-hmm. with what is supposed to be a prequel is mm-hmm. it's been awesome and uh i highly recommend playing it i don't want to spoil it for anyone so yeah it's it's supposed to be a really big immersive immersive uh gameplay so we don't want to we won't dive too deep into the gameplay of it maybe one of these uh these other zelda episodes maybe we'll have a zelda month or something where we just break down a few but nonetheless i I have all these ideas for us but we'll we'll cross that bridge if and when we get there uh for now i'm gonna go ahead i'll I'll answer as well i love your answer uh but i would have to i would have to argue for nostalgia's sake uh oh now i'm debating if i if i want to go with uh ocarina of time or majora's mask i think i'm gonna lean ocarina of time it was the first zelda game i ever played uh it was it it holds a lot of memories for me um i think that's me the big one is uh is is is, uh yeah for memory's sake i I would have to say i think the the majority of the fan base would agree with you on that one yeah yeah and it is it feels like a cop-out answer and i apologize but zelda has never really been one of my big like my strong suits i i I never really got into nintendo as a whole i'm sure if you guys recall from the uh pokemon discussion we had during the arkham knight episode um i just nintendo is not my 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 forte it's not my my preference i i don't know what it is i just I haven't been able to get into them the same way, and I I don't know what it is. So, as someone that does, I mean, I have a Switch. So, as someone that plays the Switch quite a bit, there, Doodles, um, what uh, what would you recommend I try to get me in bet more into the uh, Legend of Zelda series? Uh, uh, uh Hyrule Warriors too. I would say, yeah, definitely. Start there. Start there. It's okay. it's great. I mean, if you have a chance, play through Breath of the Wild first. Okay. Because it will flip your lid, but uh, the Hyrule Warriors to mm-hmm. Age of Calamity has been is it's been awesome. I mm-hmm. as someone who is outside of the game series, I never played them growing up. Mm-hmm. It was really great to introduce me to the mm-hmm. the lore through that. Okay, and that's fair. Uh, so let's talk. Let's talk gameplay for a second, because that it will kind of segue in directly to uh, to what you're you're referencing there. So let's talk gameplay for a moment. I when when I first started watching others play the uh, Hyrule Warriors, to me it didn't really come across as a a Zelda game. Yeah, you had the characters, but it felt more of a board game type situation where you have these different sectors that you're trying to take over. You go, you fight, you take over the sector, you move to the next one. You're basically playing chess, trying to move move your way to the end circle or end square there. Yeah. Um, and it felt more of a board game type feel than it did a story progression. How do they use that uh that type of gameplay, the board game I, I keep referring to board game, but the board game type gameplay how do they progress that into a story um so it's it goes along with the, their their use of the cutscenes. Uh, okay. they really delve into what you're doing um okay. and why you're doing it so i would say the gameplay is the the board style gameplay when you're capturing these zones 
as you as you progress, it just gets harder and harder, which is what you expect. But of course, um, your characters start to become more and more, you know, developed and uh, overpowered eventually. <laughs> um, all right, all right. And you have all sorts of RPG aspects where you can upgrade your character. Okay. You See, I didn't know able... that. I didn't know it was RPG style. Go go ahead. Tell, tell yeah. us more. Yeah, you can uh, you can fuse your weapons together to develop stats, and then they have uh, booster stats that are mm-hmm. that will actually really help you out. Like for example, every hundred KOs, you get like a six percent damage increase sometimes, or okay. or they'll have weapons where you'll increase your monster part drop rate and. Mm-hmm. It ends up being really cool. You play the game how you want to play it. You design your characters to be exactly what you want, and it's it's uh, it's pretty immersive. Okay, that's that's fair. Let's let's talk story then for a second, because if uh, if gameplay is the secondary to it, I mean uh, the style of play or whatever else is irrelevant to the actual story. So if that's the case. How does this story tie into the uh, the other games? I, I know, for example, you have some games that are kind of off in their own little world. Is that is this one of those games where it is off in its own little world and doesn't have any connection? Or is it somehow tied sequel, prequel, whatever it is to, say, Breath of the Wild or uh, any of the others? The closest comparison that I can give it, and mm-hmm. can you put spoilers up? Because I don't want to oh, get yeah, in trouble. Let's, yeah, no, I got you. Let's go ahead here. Let's let's throw some spoilers up there. So go ahead. Uh, the closest comparison I can give you is a Infinity War endgame scenario. And that right. is, I'm going to let you think on that. That's where I'm going to leave it. I, I can't do much more than that. Endgame, uh, okay. So, so in you're what basically, aspect, what are you referring to there? What, what, what do you so mean? the big event, there's the big event in uh, Breath of the Wild. Okay. Where you're starting out and the world is what it is ganon is you know taken over and and it's crazy Mm -hmm. so the whole premise is kind of like you're trying to avoid that okay so that's that's where i'm at with it okay i guess that makes sense especially uh endgame would be a I, I guess that would be a fair comparison. The world is already destroyed. The world, you know, things have already happened at this point. You're just kind of coming in to clean up the mess. I, I can see that. Uh, exactly. So, okay. So, so we're looking at the story there. Is it one that could be considered a prequel to some of the events in these other games, such as Breath of the Wild? Because, I mean, this does take place a hundred years before. That would imply that... This is something, you know, they're tied together somehow. Now, obviously, with Link's age and whatnot, I don't know how that plays a, a role if it's 100 years. But how how closely do they play hand in hand? Do you recommend playing them simultaneously or, or, or in succession? So um, it's I would say you need to I would I would play Breath of the Wild. And then okay. when you beat Breath of the Wild, play Age of Calamity. OK, um, Hyrule Warriors. Uh, and then you will, you'll, you'll understand after that point, um, because you're, you're trying to avoid what's happening in breath of the wild. So, okay. So are you, uh, it's a prequel, but okay. kind of not, I mean, so when you say you're trying to avoid and not just, does this involve, and again, I haven't, I haven't played this game. I'm just trying to, you know, we'll, we'll try to pry a few things out of you here without spoiling as much as we absolutely can. Uh, is this, um, uh, based off of the reason the, the way that we're trying to avoid what's happening in breath of the, of the wild or whatever else now is this uh, 
I try to think of the best way to, to kind of word this. Is it a time jump type situation where you're bouncing between uh, between time zones, or is it one where this just happens to take place a hundred years in the future? It's an alternate timeline trying to prevent this, you know, the Breath of Wild timeline where you're just it just happens to take place in that time, or are you uh, teleported back? Are you are you uh, traveling through time to try to change the press the events? So for the majority of the characters, it's very linear. It's in, okay. in time. It's a prequel. But for some characters, it's uh, it's a bit of a kind of a time jump scenario, kind of I would say. timeline situation. I would kind of say that, yeah. Um, okay. Without giving too much away, I would say there's a little bit of a time hop. Uh, but mm -hmm. it's not the way you would think. Mm -hmm. It's uh, for certain <laughs> characters, it's different. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So, kind of wrapping, moving back into the uh, the story a little bit here. When it comes to uh, you, you know, you mentioned the cutscenes, and it's very dependent on that. Now, how do they deal with the different enemies? So, like for example, we uh, we had our Arkham uh, our Arkham episode, and uh, any of our really any of our others, our Valhalla episodes. We have this main protagonist or main. Uh, antagonist really is this one where you have to focus on one antagonist or are there multiple storylines that are kind of playing out different bad guys that you have to to fight against so there's um, there's one brooding antagonist okay. uh, type character that i would say um but um there's there's another's there i mean there's others i would say mm -hmm. Uh, okay. you're, you're dealing mostly with the enemies, just the standard monsters for the most part. Whatever happens to be in front of you. Yeah, but the way that the characters intermingle is, uh -huh. is kind of the entertaining part, I would say. Where where you have Daruk and you have Urbosa mm -hmm. and uh, Mifa and Impa. And you have mm -hmm. these characters that are all just tied together and mm -hmm. uh, they all have their own stories. Okay, so... Are you following on? So moving from the antagonist kind of to the protagonist, um, how is the story told? Is it told from a single point of view where you're following one character through this entire story and seeing the other's stories play out? Or are you jumping between these different, uh, these different characters, learning their stories individually? And if that is the case, is it one character at a time or are you actually bouncing between characters? Sorry, you're, I word vomit. Go oh, ahead. <laughs> you're okay. You're able to uh, play as who you want. You can play, you can pick your characters pretty much from the beginning. Okay. But as far as the story goes, you are generally with Link for the most part. Okay. Fantastic. Um, okay. You're with Link and you're with Zelda for the most part. Um, okay. but yeah, he, he has his friends and, uh, you, you can play as them if you want. My personal favorite from the beginning was Impa. Uh, okay. she is a lot of fun to play. Um, she kind of teleports around and she's okay. pretty, she's super OP, I would say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll have to, we'll have to check, uh, check out gameplay, potentially, you know, stream something like that along the way. But when it comes to the overall overall gameplay, so so you said you this this one character feels a little a uh, little overpowered. Does is that affected by the RPG type style of this game, where you can modify your your characters? Is it just that uh, this character is overpowered, or can you modify her to become overpowered? 
I say you can modify any of them to become pretty Whoa. overpowered, but I mean, towards the end of the game, it, it levels out. Okay. I say OP very, uh, very liberally. Loosely. Like, I, yeah, it's, okay. it's a loosely used term for me, but okay. they're just, it's, they're just fun to play as you have your character that becomes okay. your favorite and you can really zone out and just play that mm -hmm. person for hours. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the way you have to attack certain enemies, it's uh, it varies. Like mm -hmm. you have different ways to beat some enemies. Some enemies are a little more difficult than others. But mm -hmm. for example, I hate Lionels. <laughs> fair, fair. They they are truly awful, and they are the bane of my existence. Hey, I, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, though. I mean, fair. I, I just describe this character. What what makes them so terrible, though, to go against? Why do you hate them so much? They're the most terrifying thing you could think of. It's a lion. Okay. It's a lion horse thing, and uh, they're they're really really strong, and they do a lot of damage, yeah. and they have the health bar of uh, uh, Dark Eater Madeir from Dark Souls Three. Generally, okay. Um, okay. They, they like to stay alive. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. And they don't right. want you to be. That's always the worst part of video games. They just don't want you to be alive anymore. I mean, nope. so, all right. So this game being a part of the world, playing a small but crucial role potentially in the uh, the overall arc of especially Breath of the Wild, whatever else. How did they allow or how did they connect this game to the others and allow it to be its own gameplay its own variety while still maintaining the connection to the uh to these games do they just make it look the same or how do they make that game feel different while at the same time play into the active story of breath of the wild how how do they accomplish that i would say you're playing as you know you have all the stuff from breath of the wild with link mm -hmm. um but uh they just they've just added you know, they've mm -hmm. added these characters and I would say the characters are what make the game, the extra okay. characters playing as them. It's, uh, it's like, it's, it's a gift that keeps on giving the more you play it. Sure. Okay. So well, yeah, the okay. more you play, you, you'll, you'll get more people. And then the more people you have, it's just like, Gotta yeah, it's off just, off it's the... awesome. So with it being a board game style gameplay, what type of strategy goes into actually winning the game, beating these uh, these maps or the levels or whatever? What type of strategy do you have to implement uh, compared to any other game? Like, is it a chess type strategy or what, what do you have to do strategically? There's a lot of divide and conquer, I would say. Okay. Um, there's times where uh, my wife and I, we would... We would try to tackle the forts together, but some of them are on times. So it's okay. uh, every now and then, if it's a big enough map, we would just split up. Or and there's parts where they make you split up. If you're okay. playing with with a friend, you can uh, you have to divide and just try to attack the forts by yourselves, and then eventually you can link up mm -hmm. and you know fight together. But yeah, there's a lot of uh, you're trying to separate and. And just capture everything as quickly as you can. Okay, and that uh, if that requires splitting up, I mean that requires splitting up. That makes sense. Does it take away from the gameplay if you're not playing with the person you're playing with? You know, if you're not right there, like I mean, in Diablo, if I if I you and I have played plenty yeah. together, but I'm on one level, you're on another, or you're in a different portion of the map, taking on your own dudes, it, splitting up 
can kind of take away from the story. How do you feel that uh, the, the split up method plays with this particular game? Is it worth it? Yeah, I would say it is. Um, it's not as it's not as uh, rewarding. I would say if uh, when you're by yourself fighting, because mm -hmm. we run into that a lot with Diablo too. Mm -hmm. But when you're when you're fighting, you know, with your friend and they're right next to you, and you guys are fighting something together, it can be it's it's awesome i would say it's mm -hmm. uh yeah it, it can be you can get in the zone and you guys are just like alternating attacks and it just becomes yeah. really uh, it's just really fun oh so well fantastic i i'm always one that likes to play with my friends i mean yeah. it's and so when when it feels like you know if we're, we're yeah sure we're talking during the game but like we're not near each other you know it's like okay what's the point of me playing this game with you you know like right so it that when i when i say that it can sometimes take away from or draw from the overall feel of the game that's kind of what i'm worried about uh so does the keeping that in mind does the feeling of when you're fighting together does that outweigh the overall feeling of i don't want to say loneliness but loneliness when uh you you happen to be separated i would say you're more often than not together so it's not no. too oh. rough um okay. but on certain maps it can be it can be challenging a little daunting all right yeah that's fair. That's fair. So last, I think uh, we're going to keep this episode real short today. It uh, looks like Jay may not be able to get here in time, and that's all right. We uh, we love Jay, and we'll forgive him for it either way. But um, last, I'm hoping deep question for you, okay? Right. Uh, it's kind of a two-parter, but how does this game carry the legacy of Legend of Zelda? And how can they continue to carry this? Say they create a, a third or they could want to continue on with down with this path, with this game, uh, sequels, whatever else. How do they continue to carry that legacy while continuing to keep it its own feeling game? That's a good question. Um, <clears throat> I just say solid writing. Keep the writing up. You guys, they're, they're, they're killing it with uh, the storyline. So Fantastic. just keep keep writing the way they're writing and you know keep us uh keep us hooked that's and that's always one of the biggest things that when it comes to video games and people creating them like you have to keep the story entertaining i don't care i'm gonna go on a tangent fuck it let's go um uh, all right those games that require that you play by yourself or Ooh. that if you have a friend you you aren't near them like those uh I'm, I'm trying to think of like a good example of these games where like you can't just dual screen or whatever else but if you if you can't play with your friends if you can't get on and actually enjoy this game together you have to focus on the story you know, because yeah. I'm not always going to get on and play with my friends. I'm not, I, you know, I love you to death, Scott, but it's not feasible. I wanna, it's just not feasible. I work in, you know, I work random schedules compared to you. It's just not feasible. And I saw, maybe I'm mad at you one day and I don't want to play. Cool. I don't want to have to just not play this game. Like Rocket League, for example, that's one that I'm really thinking of. Like by myself, it's fine. But like that game, you have to play with other people. Oh, right? yeah. Right. It's justifiable. Ooh, as I almost spill my water. I can justify a game like that or hockey or football or whatever else. I can justify that one just being a multiplayer game. Yes. But Fortnite. 
uh, Spellbreak, um, all of these these games that Overwatch, their entire purpose is only to play online. Yeah, I don't fucking care. I don't want to just play online. I want a story. I want to be able to play through this. So I love your, I love your take on that. You know, even though you can play with your buddies, the story is what's going to drive us and it's going to be what we, what we want. Uh, As much as, you know, any future RPG Zelda games go, I don't care if we go MMO with them. I really don't stick with that story. So good call. Sorry. As I go off on a tangent, I I, kind of got distracted there for a moment, but do you, do you feel agree. Like, do you feel this game does ultimately carry that legacy though? Is is it worth the Legend of Zelda name? Definitely. Yes, right. I would I would say it definitely deserves the name. Uh it is not only is it a great game, it's uh mm-hmm. it was a great bonding experience between for, for me and my wife to play together. So, huh. if you have, you know, someone you want to play this game with, don't think about it, just do it. It's I I will awesome. give I'll give Nintendo that much. I know I've never really been a big fan of them, and this actually might be why, but uh they are very family oriented. Anybody yeah. can sit down and play any of their games, big, small, young, old. Anybody can sit down and and you can sit down and play with other people that aren't on the same caliber. Like I, I'm very aware that I play video games better than my, you know, seven-year-old nephew does. Like I get it, but any of us can pick up these games and just yeah. play and you're not, you know, it, it brings people together. That's yeah. there, There's no skill requirement for some of these. So good on Nintendo. I, I definitely, definitely have to give them props on that one. Um, let's see anything else here. I think that pretty much covers the Zelda side of at least the questions that I have concerning the game. We can get into the gameplay a little later on. But, uh, you know, really break into the uh, the Zelda world. It is so uh, expansive, though, at this point with so many games that I think we're going to have to break them up yep. individually like this. And, and uh, we'll give Breath of, the, Breath of the Wild 2 its own episode as well. Kind of maybe bring that in with Breath of the Wild and really discuss that. But I think that does it for the Zelda side of things. Doodles, where can our viewers find you? Where can, we, where can they get in touch with you? Uh, I'm on PlayStation to doodly do. Uh, that's pretty much it. So it's not on PlayStation right now. Uh, you looking? Yeah. I, I know we've kind of discussed it in, in past episodes. Are you looking to do any streaming of any kind here? Anything like that coming up? Once uh, things start to stabilize a little more, uh, I can get out of uh, <laughs> current work I'm doing. Uh, that would be a more more uh, realistic idea. We'll get you there again. This one's filmed definitely well in advance here. Uh, kind of yeah. one of our, our our backup episodes, JIC or whatever else. So, of course, things always change from here. And we always wish you the very, very best of luck. I hope, uh, hope things all work out for you there. Um, brings me into, however, our next piece of information. I'm going to throw this across the board. Now, first things first, always, uh, you know what? We're going to throw this one across the board first. We got Pappy Reviews. Patrick Beatty is absolutely fantastic. He's the one that's, that's responsible for all of this, for uh, putting this together and allowing us to do this. So definitely give him a big shout out. Again, that's at Pat B Reviews and PatrickBeattyReviews.com. And of course, Gaggle of Geeks, which is where you should be following and liked and subscribed so you can watch our show. So you should already know about that one. 
But Patrick really hooked us up here. Uh, we now have our own line. Uh, just added to T Public. You can now buy uh, official merch of the Gaggle of Geeks button mashing show. Please go check it out. Uh, link across the bottom. We'll also make sure to include any links uh, in the description below. I'm Nate's legend, though. You can catch me. I don't know if uh, I'll have streamed for this particular episode, not knowing exactly when it will air, but you can catch me every Sunday. We're going to be streaming what uh, whatever show we plan to talk about. That's kind of the, the goal for my channel. So please go uh, go like that at Nate's legend. But ladies and gentlemen, as always, please go get your mental health checked and keep gaming.